0: See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Let's ride together. Oarsman opened its first car dealership in 1921. Now, over 100 years and many dealerships later, Oarsman of Virginia can proudly say that when it comes to your car buying needs, if you want it, we've got it. Saving, selection, and service? Check. Lifetime engine guarantees and car washes? Check. Loaner cars and free Virginia inspections? Check and check. See, over the past 100 years, we've learned that to succeed in business, we've got to keep our customers happy. And that's the Oarsman story. Oarsman Chantilly Toyota.
1: Let's ride together. Hey guys, what's up? This is Josh Norman. This is Joe Gibbs. You listen to Redskins Talk. (laughs)
2: At the seven, play action, Josh swings it out, Michael Floyd the catch, Michael Floyd to the pylon, Michael
3: Floyd for a Redskins touchdown, he got hit at the 5, he showed strength, taking it in for 6. What up everybody, J.P. Finley, Redskins Talk Podcast. You know it, I know it, the Redskins are officially eliminated from the playoffs. I'm sorry Uh, if it's tough news to hear, I think we all kind of saw that coming after uh, the interception throw in Nashville. Tough, tough break for these skins who um, you know, half the year it looked pretty. It looked like they were gonna be having a playoff game at least and, and maybe had a chance to compete. But injuries are crazy. The NFL is crazy. This is the day after pod. I got an interview with Jay Gruden for you. I really tried to cover every base possible with Jay, maybe even some you hadn't thought of. You guys are gonna enjoy it. Um, as always, we're brought to you by the good folks at Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them, so you should do the same. Um, so we got interview with Gruden, and then I talked with Chase Ruye yesterday after the game. We're going to throw that on here as well. You know, it's tough because there's kind of competing storylines right now. The DJ Swearinger stuff is obviously going to be a huge, huge story this week. Uh, the Josh Norman-Taylor Lewin stuff I think kind of goes away. The, the You know, to me, the guy was just pretty classless, and, and I'm not going to – I'm not going to call him out or or, or try to make a grand assumption of what kind of person he is, but to walk to the other side of the field to taunt somebody just doesn't really add up for me. It's just not the right way to win a game. Uh, I thought Norman was completely in his rights to react how he did. I asked Jay about it, and uh, you'll, you'll get to hear what the head coach says. But it's time to start digging in on the bigger issues for the Skins quarterback for 2019 there's a lot of guys they could kind of churn from the roster there's probably going to be some coaching decisions i believe jay gruden stays but but after that what happens we're about to get to that time it's gonna be a lot of articles a lot of a lot of podcasts to discuss all this stuff for now though um let's go to me and jay gruden you guys are going to enjoy it as always brought to you by the good folks at oarsman automotive of virginia we ride with them you should too here comes jay What was the game plan right there?
1: Well, I thought we wanted to we want to stick with the run a little bit. Want to try to take a little pressure off Josh. I don't want to come out firing right away. I want to try to continue to keep AP involved, and he got us a couple of good carries, a couple of yards there, and uh, got us a nice position right around midfield. And you know, we had second down and nine. We tried a little inside zone to Chris Thompson, his own read, and I think Josh could have kept that one. I think if he had that do that one all over again, he would have kept it. Might have run for thirty. Get outside. Uh, yeah, yeah. Had a great chance, and then. Second night, we ran a little choice route to Jameson. He caught it for a you know, seven-yard gain. We had the third and two, and we had a nice zone beater on one side and a man beater on the other side, and, and they played zone, and I think the corner blitz just flustered Josh just a little bit, and uh, and he saw a flash of Josh Doxon's jersey and, and tried to throw it over the linebacker, and uh, it just sailed on him a little bit, and it was intercepted. Did, did Doxson stop that route at all? No, he's supposed to run an out route, but I think when he saw, when Josh Johnson saw the corner blitz, I think the jersey flash, he saw Josh Dockton's jersey and he tried to flip it over the linebacker's head and he just put too much on and it sailed uh, to the safety or uh, whoever it was. So uh, it was unfortunate, you know, had he do it all over again, I think he would probably hit sprinkled right over the ball there for a big game, but uh, can't say enough about what Josh Johnson uh, accomplished in, uh, so far in the last couple weeks. What did you say to Josh after the game? I'll well, you sick about it there's not a lot to say you know i just uh his effort uh just needs to be commended i mean he's you know i patted him on the back and, and uh you know he, he's sick you know he's beating himself up pretty good so i uh, try to console him a little bit keep his head up uh, and tell him we appreciate you know all he's done for us week 17 you sticking with josh johnson oh yeah yeah was is that
3: colt mccoy injury related or how
1: johnson has played that's Colt McCoy injury related, You know, Colt's not ready yet, so uh, he's got a chance to be ready if we were fortunate enough to get in the playoffs, he could play in that game, but uh, not for this one.
3: Let's talk about a little bit of good news, and I, I tried to talk to him about it, and he couldn't really process it after that loss, but what
1: has Adrian Peterson meant for this team this season? Uh, he's, a, he's a war daddy, man. He uh, comes to work every day. Uh, he's fought through some injuries throughout the year. Gained over 1,000 yards, which I know the offensive lineman really wanted that for him. Um, But overall, I just think the character, the person, the Hall of Fame type guy that he is, uh, you can see why he's been as good as he's been. Just the type of guy that he is, the work that he puts in, his commitment to excellence, uh, it all rubs off on everybody. You know, I think uh, he's the first guy to text the whole team afterwards and uh, keep your heads up, keep working, and all that good stuff. He's just been outstanding.
3: I know he's maybe had bigger games this season and he certainly had some games where he broke a long one, but I, I think that was his best game of the year against Tennessee.
1: He ran hard. He ran physical. And, and, and the uh, jump cuts, I mean, all yeah, of it was there. Yeah, i tell you what, he's, he's a guy that, you know, you give the ball to 25, 26 times, usually you're going to get a victory. You know, this was a very odd game in the fact that we ran the ball more than we threw it. The time of possession was way in our favor. We controlled the game for the most part, but didn't get the W, and he was a big part of Uh, why we had success on offense you know you you don't look at the total number of yards but time of possession uh getting first downs uh pushing people around Uh, adrian was was outstanding it was
3: your the formula earlier this year winning games running the ball time of possession all that except for turnovers
1: yeah well the two turnovers at the end don't really uh, the 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 first the one does yeah the one was yeah that was that was that was a hard pill to swallow you know i just not really happy. We were up for uh, four and a half minutes to go five minutes to go in the game And I thought our defense would get a stop or kicker did another great job kicking it out of the end zone and uh, Made a big field goal and they had to go 75 yards with their backup quarterback, and I thought our defense would come through uh, Unfortunately, we got the unfortunate holding call on, on uh, Fabian and they converted and had a couple big runs and got the touchdown. So uh, That was disappointing
3: What's the more disappointing result the Johnson interception when when you're driving to tie it up or maybe score or that the defense couldn't get off the field against Blaine Gabbert?
1: Both you know I think uh, defense probably because we were healthy there other than uh, um, uh, Dunbar you know our defense is is really in good shape you know we dressed 24 guys I think which you really don't do that often on defense so we should have been healthy and we should have been fresh at that time because our offense held the ball for a long time and that was probably more disappointing. Before we get into the defensive stuff, um, is there a spot for Adrian
3: Peterson in 2019?
1: I will see. You know, I think uh, you got to look at the roster. You know, we got to make sure that everybody has a spot initially after the season. You know, including right. myself. So once everything gets, once the dust settles and uh, we figure out uh, which way we're going to go, then we'll talk about the roster. But we have a long way to go before that. Okay. Um, defensively, clearly a disappointing fourth
3: quarter. DJ Swearinger had some choice comments, to say the least about kind of the scheme and the play calling late in that game. I assume you've heard them by now. What's your reaction to DJ's take?
1: Well it's disappointing that uh he would you know choose to point a finger at Coach Minuski. Coach Minuski's been great to DJ. DJ's had a very good year and uh I think uh some credit has to go to Coach Minuski for putting him in situations to have a great year a B voted uh, as an alternate to the Pro Bowl, I think a lot of credit has to go to him and Coach Torian Gray. But uh, after game, people get heated, and, and uh, he said some things that uh, weren't taken too kindly by a lot of people. You know, I know Coach Minuski worked extremely hard. He does watch more film than DJ. DJ is not the defensive coordinator; he's a player, and he has to understand that. Until he becomes a coordinator, he needs to do his job, and that's play and uh, do what's asked of him, and that's whatever coverage we call—if it's man, if it's zone, whatever—do uh, it to the best of his ability. So. It's frustrating, uh, not impressed by the comments. Uh, I know the players, uh, for the most part, are on board with Coach Manusky. Everybody uh, appreciates the work he puts in and then the calls that he calls. We just have to do a better job executing. Do you have to talk to DJ? Do you have to do something to, to clarify
3: the situation? I haven't had a
1: chance to talk to him yet. You know, that's all this kind of hit me in the face here about two hours ago, so uh, yeah. Or, you know, after the game, I heard a little bit about it. So um, I want to have a chance to talk to him face to face. Could there be discipline coming, or? Oh, we'll see what happens, you know, I, I'm uh, eagerly awaiting uh, his response to why he would choose to you know, point fingers at somebody who's worked extremely hard to uh, get the most out of him, so uh, we'll see how it goes. Gotcha.
3: Um, another off-field question, uh, Josh Norman got in, I don't even know to say that he got into it. Um, Luan came over from the Titans bench, all the way to the Redskins bench after the game. From what I saw, just to taunt Josh Norman. Yeah. Um, Josh reacted. How did you take all that? I assume you've seen the video. Well, I, you know, I,
1: I, I wouldn't want one of my players to go on the other side of the field and taunt one of the players after a win. Uh, I think it's not appropriate. Uh, it's push league, and, uh, and I think Josh had every right to uh, defend himself and get him off our sideline have you told josh that just no I haven't told you? You, I, I haven't i'm, I'm that. sure josh understands that you know josh played his heart out and as did uh, the rest of the guys on the football team and uh, when you're sitting on the sideline and you're trying to soak in what just happened in that ball game uh, to have somebody come and taunt you uh, is there no place in football for that
3: week 17 against the eagles the playoffs are, are probably a very long shot how do you get these guys up for that game
1: well, you give a couple days off, have a nice Christmas holiday to some other families and, uh, and then come back to work on Wednesday and uh, we'll get to work and, and uh, try to win a football game at home against a division rival. So uh, regardless what happens, they could be still in it uh, if they win today. The day. Um, so we'll try to do the best we can to knock them out of it. And six and three in week 10. Mm-hmm. Is,
3: how hard is that for you to be here now?
1: Uh, It's very hard, very hard. You know, I think uh, you saw the talent we had in training camp and and did some good things. Um, Guys were starting to play together. And then we just got hit with a rash of injuries at critical positions and uh, couldn't really overcome those. But, uh, you know, I'm disappointed in myself, obviously. Disappointed in the way the season's gone uh, and the way it's going to end. But I do feel like we have a nucleus of players here uh, that you can win a lot of games with in the future. Got some studs on that young D-line. Yeah. Teron Payne's throwing dudes around Yeah, he's, he's a monster. He really is. Jonathan's doing a great job, and Matt, you know, when he's healthy, he's, he's a heck of a player. And, you know, Kerrigan Preston had a good year, so uh, let's get one more great game out of him and, and uh, beat the Eagles. Season ends, you guys do
3: a period of self-evaluation, right? That's always been the, the play. Yeah. Week or so, you just go through everything and see what you could better worse. Well, I
1: think first you have to meet with the ownership and, and uh, see where they want to go from there, and then from there we'll do a... Uh, evaluation of our staff, our scheme, and, and uh, players, and, and then just continue that process. What do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Yeah. That's a great question. I don't really want anything right now. I am right. I feel like the Scrooge. I'm not very happy right now. JP, I'm really not in a Christmas spirit. Bah humbug. Yes. Thank you, Jay. But Merry Christmas to everybody else. What about me? Yeah, you too. All right, I'll do you have you. a child on the way, right? Any I, minute? Yeah, very soon. Very well, congratulations. soon. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank you, Jay. Appreciate it. Right.
2: Hand off to Peterson. Through a hole, 35 to the 40. He's over 1,000 yards for the year, and the Redskins have a first down.
3: Let's start with just the emotion from this game. It, it looked like Josh Johnson and your offense had done enough to win. The Titans get the late touchdown, and then you're driving for a, a field goal, maybe a touchdown. The interception happens. The highs and lows of this game. How, how are you right now just getting through it all?
2: You know, it's obviously a very unfortunate thing what happened to us. Um, you know, we, we felt like we played very well throughout the game. Um, for it to end up the way that it did, um, we're, we're all a little bit down because of that. Um, but, you know, we're, we're ready to go for next week and, and just learn from all the, all the tape and all the film
3: um, and just go
2: out there and, and
3: play our best against the Eagles. What do you say to Josh... after the pick a guy the story is just remarkable but you know has that unfortunate interception late in the game um you just gotta
2: love on the guy um you know he's he's a veteran guy he's he's been doing a lot of a lot of this for many years um but whatever we can do to to keep him up um you know you just gotta talk to him just discuss um the
3: next week you know just to move on and do whatever you can with him obviously this is not the way you wanted the game to end but there was a very cool milestone in the middle there early in the fourth quarter adrian peterson got to a thousand yards rushing for the season what does that mean for you as a, a guy that probably grew up watching and rooting for adrian peterson i mean that that's awesome to to see that happen to to block
2: for him you know i i grew up in minnesota so i grew up uh watching him and idolizing him so to be out there blocking for him um, you know just allowing him to get those those thousand yards it's, it's an awesome milestone to have um you know it's it's been awesome to have uh, adrian peterson here in this locker room he's he's a great guy and just a phenomenal pro well and i've heard you get gifts when a running back gets to a thousand <laughs> yards is that right you know he he already gave us a great gift for uh his his touchdown record earlier in the season so I'm not going to expect any any extra gifts because of that, but um, it's Christmas time. You know, if he, if he decides to do that, we'll 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 obviously accept that and be
3: be excited about it. Chase, thank you very much, Julie. Let's go back to you.
1: Thanks, JP. Tis the season, but man, you're pushing for some gifts there yeah. from.